Facebook finds a new home, and the D7100 review. It's time for... Hello and welcome to Ajaz Tech. I'm your host, Alex Zarnoski. I'd like to remind you that Ajaz Tech is part of Ajaz Networks. Please be sure to visit ajaznetworks.com for all of our latest shows and blogs, including The Salinor Show, Rant, and Internet Amazings. After at least a year or more of rumors, Facebook finally announced their solution for an alleged Facebook phone. It's not physical hardware. It's not a slew of Facebook-branded devices. What it is, is an attempt to integrate strongly the best of Facebook's communication features into Android. Why Android? Well, because it's completely open. More specifically, Android allows developers to skin the OS, and this allows Facebook to take over the launcher and replace it with Home. This is exactly what Facebook will be doing come April 12th. Home will be an extremely easy-to-use interface consisting of cover feed, which is essentially your news feed, full-screen photos, incoming messages are displayed as chat heads on the right side of the screen, and with the use of gestures, there's many other tasks that can be performed. Home will only be available on a few devices to start, including the Galaxy S3, S4, the HTC One, One X, and the Note 2. Google Chrome is tossing WebKit to the curb for something Google developed called Blink. We should see it in about 10 weeks' time or by version 28 of Chrome. Actually, if you're interested in giving it a whirl, download the Canary version of Google Chrome and take it for a test drive. You may or may not notice much, but I thought it seemed pretty stable and didn't come across a single glitch. In fact, if you look at some of the benchmarks, you'll find that Blink is slightly faster than WebKit and Gecko. It also uses slightly less RAM. The good news is developers won't have much to worry about, as for now, they are focusing on the internal code and making changes that will help speed things up without affecting developers' workflows. Disney, sadly, has shut down LucasArts, ending a tradition of quality development from a company that was designed for the exclusive development of games for the franchise. Sadly, Star Wars 1313 and Star Wars First Assault may not see the light of day. 1313 looked absolutely beautiful. Disney has decided to shift gears, and instead of developing for the franchise internally, they have adopted a licensing model. They said this is less risky, and will allow them to achieve a broader portfolio of quality Star Wars games. But there is hope for 1313 and First Assault. Disney might pawn them off to a third-party developer or develop them within Disney Interactive. So, EA was named the worst company in America, and Peter Moore vowed to do better. Yep, I'd have to agree. Yes, it's true that they published some of the best games out there, including Madden and SimCity. But when it comes to online functionality, they just plain suck. For crying out loud, The Simpsons Tapped Out was delayed six months after its debut due to server issues. The new SimCity was met with server issues, and they had to completely remove Battlefield 3, Aftershock, after poor reviews, poor playability issues, and, not surprisingly, server issues. I was going to give an in-depth review of the Nikon D7100, but this is Ajaz Tech. Things are supposed to be short and sweet. So, after shooting with it, here's the short list of pros and cons. Pros. It's fast, durable, having a magnesium body and weather sealing, shoots beautiful video ranging from 24p to 60p in both NTSC and PAL standards, 
allows you to output uncompressed footage over HDMI, contains two SD card slots, has a fantastic un-anti-alias 24 megapixel sensor with a 1.3x crop mode, houses a built-in motor, fits well in your hands, and comes with a large OLED display. Now for the cons. It still doesn't allow you to change the aperture in live view. Let me repeat that. It still doesn't allow you to change the aperture in live view. Battery life is slightly worse than the D7000. The zoom buttons are reversed. Some of the navigation buttons and switches feel a bit flimsy. The dual locks on the function dials are completely unnecessary. It comes with a proprietary USB connection, which is perhaps the most annoying part about all of this. The included software could be better for editing in RAW and for enabling PC functionality. That being said, the pros outweigh the cons, and if you don't care about going full frame, and you already own Nikon Glass, this is your absolute best choice. Well, that's all for this episode of Age Ads Tech. Got Stitcher? We're on it, so get it. Stitcher is an award-winning provider of news talk and radio for your mobile phone. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. You can find all of our podcasts, including Cinema Clash and The Saliner Show, at ajaznetworks.com. Follow me at twitter.com slash ajaztech and search for my name on Google+. You can email me at ajaztech at gmail.com. This show and more at AJAZ Networks. Originally different media for your personal taste.